the Alarm MLB DFS podcast with hosts John Impemba and James Grande. What is going on, everybody? John Pemba here with James Garani. Welcome to the Better Baseball MLB DFS Playbook Podcast. Here we are recording for Wednesday's eight-game main slate. Uh, James, we had the postponement of the Marlins-Mets game on Tuesday due to poor field conditions. Therefore, DraftKings has decided not to count the Wednesday Mets-Marlins game as part of the main slate, likely due to the pending doubleheader. Uh, assuming that game itself even plays because, I mean, how bad is the field? Again, they, they've had what seems like a few days at least me, to get this the field in playing conditions. you think they'd have the tarp down or, you know, have the foresight to know that a hurricane is coming, right? Like, uh, and uh, yeah, so the, the, the field in New York was not ready to go. Uh, so Tuesday's game got postponed. So now we're down to an eight-game main slate on Wednesday. You know, just the inferior New York franchise being inferior again. What can I tell you? Um, yeah, eight-game slate. Um, it's a it's a good one. A lot of really good pitching up top. I think there's some good pitching in the mid-tier. And then um, a couple of interesting names in the value tier that uh, we're going to get to or target. So, yeah, I'm uh, excited for this slate. I see some rain potentially in the forecast. It's a cores slate at that eight games with cores. Uh, the Dodgers in town, so uh, yeah, Bart Scott can't wait. Can't wait, can't wait. Before we jump into it, shout out to rtsports.com. Go to rtsports.com/slash/alarm promo code alarm twenty three. New users will get a one hundred percent deposit match with their first deposit. Scan the QR code on the screen, or again, go to rtsports.com/slash/alarm to take a part in today's promotion. Uh, breaking down the DraftKings slate here, uh, James. Again, eleven or eleven games. Sorry, eight games on the slate. Not eleven. Eleven on Tuesday. Eight games for the Wednesday. Uh, you mentioned top end pitching here. We got Garrett Cole, Pablo Lopez, Framber Valdez. No longer have Kodai Senga available to this slate. Uh, kind of a big sad. We would have liked Senga at home against Miami. Uh, but those who are now top three starting pitchers up over ten thousand dollars. Framer gets Seattle, Lopez gets Oakland, Cole gets Toronto. Yeah, so like very just straightforward, I think, at the top that Pablo Lopez is going to be the chalk. Uh, He is $600 cheaper than Garrett Cole, and he gets Oakland. He has had an insane sailing twice. He's gone for 43-plus fantasy points, including a nine-inning, 12-strikeout shutout that got him 50 uh, before – I think a lot of people go here. So I think the natural like GPP pivot would be to go to Garrett Cole, who's obviously in the tougher matchup, who is obviously more expensive. Um, but he just showed again why he's the Cy Young in the American League last time out. Eight innings, one run, nine strikeouts against the against this same Toronto team. Uh the home run ball had been something that's you know hurt him in the past. He hasn't allowed a home run now in four straight games. He's just been better than everyone else in the American League. So uh, as much as I like Pablo Lopez, and I'm perfectly fine if that's where you want to start your cash game builds or where you do want to start your tournament lineups, I'm perfectly fine pivoting to Cole. And I think the same thing can be said for Framber, although he's not pitching as well as the other two guys. Even in that start against KC where he got lit up for six earned, he had 10 strikeouts, which is now the second time in two in uh, three games he's done that where in, that he's had 10 strikeouts. He struggled with Seattle this year uh, for what that's worth. Eight eight earned runs across 11 innings. So, mm-hmm. you know, kind of is what it is. But, um, you know, Seattle's definitely slowed down a little bit. J-Rod's not on a different planet right now. He's just 
back to being really good, not like incredibly unsustainably good. Um, but yeah, I think Pablo Lopez is the number one pitcher on the slate, but Cole and Framber are definitely good pivots. Yeah, for sure. I know, obviously, you uh, no problems with Cole facing the Toronto second time in a row. We saw again Michael King tonight on Wednesday or Tuesday, rather. Um, back-to-back great starts against Toronto. Uh, no worries about that. Uh, Lopez did get roughed up in his lone start against Oakland, but it's hard to imagine that happening uh, two times in a row here. Um, going down into the next tier, the last time we saw this matchup, we were in on Barrios, but he got he did not uh, fare as well. He did have another good strikeout game, and the strikeouts are kind of what we've liked to see lately from Jose Barrios. Would you be worried to go there again, assuming that he pitches a little bit better? Do the points can still be there for him in the mid K, mid eight K range? And if you're not going there, um, where's the next spot you'd go in the in the tier below? Yeah, definitely interested going back to well on Barrios. I think people do get scared off by it. Um, he got bit by a home run in the first inning by Jake Bowers. Three-run home run in the first inning, and then pretty much blanked him the rest of the game. I mean, he allowed one earned over the next, you know, five-plus innings. So, yeah, I'd be willing to go right back to the well with Barrios. He hadn't allowed a home run in, in the two games prior. Um, 24 and 31 starts, so we know that it, the home run ball is something that um, has been part of his repertoire this year, but uh, he's been better at home. The Yankees lineup still struggles against right-handed pitching overall. So uh, I'm perfectly fine going right back to Barrios. I also don't love much here um, in the mid-tier. Like Dunning has really fall off, fell off a cliff lately. Yeah. Um, you know, if you want to go there, it's fine because the Angels are, you know, obviously a much depleted much more depleted team than they were earlier in the year when they had two of the best hitters in baseball I've ever seen yeah um i would say like wade miley is probably the only other name in this tier that i'm really interested in but even miley i mean absolute ceiling his last time out like that's and that's why you wouldn't have expected it too right like st louis has some guys that can hit lefties well i know they're starting to lose some of those guys that hit lefties well as well in their lineup but um, we say this every year with Wade Miley, right? Like Wade Miley isn't this good. He can't be this good. The FIP and XFIP don't relate. And then all of a sudden end of the season and, and here's Wade Miley with a three, two ERA is nine and four. And they're like, ah, uh, you know, the soft tops and lefties still <laughs> hanging around for a reason, you know? Yeah. And you know what? You mentioned it like St. Louis, he faces again, Arenado on the IL, Gorman yep. on the IL, Contreras on the IL, O'Neill on, O'Neil. on the IL. Like all the guys that were hitting lefties, uh, you know, except for Goldschmidt and like Tommy Edmond, they're not in the lineup anymore. He's facing. But even Goldie, goals. but yeah. even Goldie's been bad against lefties this year. Right. Yeah. Oh, so it's kind I- of an interesting spot perception here as we get towards the end of the year. We're obviously not going to go tie on um, or, or um, but I guess the question is, what do we do with Sheehan here? Right, uh, you were expecting him to be piggybacked. He went four and two thirds. Uh, he's been really good the last couple of outings, even as the long reliever or, or the opener, but extended opener, I guess. Um, the fact that they let him go ninety three pitches, should we feel encouraged by that this time around? Like, what are your thoughts on Evan Sheehan? The problem is he's in cores. I I know that. Colorado's offense isn't great, but Nolan Jones is really great right now. Um, Brennan Rogers has been really great. Chris Bryant 
has been okay back in the lineup. Tovar has been really good. Like the Rockies are have been better lately. Uh, Elihuris Montero had a really really good stretch until this recent um, few games. So I'm probably not gonna be on Shaheen. Like you know, in a tournament, I can't fault anyone for getting there. I I actually would go Matt Waldron at 7K uh, starter for the San Diego Padres. I think he's Someone um, worth taking a look at. He had nine strikeouts against St. Louis his last time out in five and two thirds. He had five strikeouts and a win against Oakland the start before. He's now gone for um, 17 fancy points or more in back-to-back games. So um, if I'm going anyone like in this tier, it's going to be um, Waldron. Okay. Uh, moving on down, uh, any other values? I mean, you mentioned Waldron, obviously. Is there anybody else who would think worth discussing here? No. Okay infielders again we, we obviously have some matchups we're looking to target uh if you had to pick some of your top infielders for this slate where do you find yourself looking to go um right at the top bet seager freeman they stand out like a sore thumb uh, marcus Semyon has been really good of late i could definitely see myself getting there um everyone against jameson tyone he's been kind of crappy of late um not gonna play any blue jays there Machado is very interesting. 4,900 against Manaya. I mean, the, the trio of Padres infielders that yeah. all play shortstop, apparently, once again, are <laughs> all back in play um, with a le- actual, because now Kyle Harrison gets scratched. So now they actually get to face a lefty here. Right. Um, let's see what else. Tovar. Also, going to Texas here against Canning, like down to attack, to attack that spot. Yep. Yeah, sure. Um, any other mid-tier value plays for you in the, in the infield? Uh, Tovar 44, Adamas 43. Um, you can obviously attack Valdez right now. I mean, or you catch him on a bad night, Cal Rally, you know, maybe uh, does some damage, but uh, it's probably it for the value tier. Um, yeah, I'm just kind of like scooping around the position. Or mid-tier, I mean, mid-tier. See if anybody jumps out to me here. Brendan Rogers, thirty-six. I keep mentioning him, but yeah. he's been really good. Yep, yep. But no, like obvious split advantages for like the plays that we generally gravitate towards. It's kind of always frustrating when that happens here, but it doesn't look like we have anything completely jumping out. Uh, was there a value play that you liked here tonight in the infield? Um, moves. again, for, for eight games, I, I feel like the player pool doesn't. Doesn't feel like we have eight games worth of players here. Um, Derek like Kirilov, I guess you go back to right, Homer. Yeah, Kirilov. I think Minnesota, Minnesota value. Um, you have Julian at four K is a decent price. If Jeffers is in the lineup, he's been playing against righties. He's coming off a monster game his last time out. Um, so you can play Jeffers. If Castro is actually in the lineup, he's thirty four hundred. Um, so there's a lot of um, really interesting uh, Minnesota value here. Sure. Uh, outfield, again, we know where the top-end talent is here uh, with the Cunha, Betts, Judge, that whole crew. Uh, you're obviously in on J.D. Martinez on Tuesday, and so not being on the main slate, but imagine you'd be willing to run right back here at 5,700. Oh, so fast. So fast. Uh, where else are you, you looking to target? Um, Fernando Tatis. Kyle Tucker, Jordan, both in play. Um, Nolan, Nolan Jones. Already. Nolan Jones, dude, is a 
on a different planet right I now. I guess if you're not in on on uh, Frambar, right? Like Teoscar would be someone you'd probably like at 45. Yeah, I mean, I think Julio can be in the same in the same breath, right? Like if you guess right, and uh, Framber's been shelled. He's been really, he's been no no hit good, and he's been terrible bad, right? Mm-hmm. He's given up six earned a bunch of starts. So um, I agree with that statement very much. So uh, any other mid tier plays for you? Uh, you know, Michael Harris sits at forty four, Kepler at forty three, Saya continues to hit the ball really well at forty three as well. All three of those guys were exactly the the names I was going to. Um, Tommy well, Edmond. I apologize fourth. for stealing them from you then. Oh, good. Um, thirty nine hundred. Evan Carter is a is a great play. He'll be back in the lineup with a righty on the mound. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's been amazing. I, I can't imagine a world where he doesn't start play every day next year uh, for Texas. Um, but yeah, I would say Jordan Walker thirty seven. If we're not playing Wade Miley, is sure. Uh, he's been pretty good. Yeah, that works. Uh, Mark Canna hits lefties pretty well. You have Thompson yep. there at 36. Uh, Leonis is down to the 35. Walner. Walner coming Walner, off. Yeah, Walner homered. Willie Castro, same price, 34 with some speed. I like that. Uh, let's see. Anybody else? I mean, there's Plasius. He left here. He's a lefty. He won't be in the lineup. Uh, it's pro- Tyrone Taylor, 2900 bucks. Tyrone Taylor, yep. Gets the lefty. All right, let's have uh, a little bit of lineup here, sir. Where do you want to go with your pitching today? Uh, Lopez, Miley, or Waldron, probably. Okay. I like, I mean, if you want to play Garrett Cole, that's fine too. I, he'll be you less on than Pablo. I'm, I'm down going with Waldron here. That's fine by me. Uh, so it's thirty nine fifty a play. Um, I think we we just had a the cheap outfielder that we talked about there. Uh, what was it? Walner, Matt Walner, thirty four. Walner, yeah, Walner. Kirilov, thirty two. That works. Uh, forty one hundred catcher. Um, catcher, catcher. What do you want to do? Cambusano, 39 against Manaya. Jeffers, 35. Yeah, or, I mean, I gave him a shout on the Tuesday stream, but Austin Wells homered again on on Tuesday, third home run in five games. I mean, Berrios has struggled against lefties. I know Wells has not been great overall, but he's a good hitting prospect, and he's definitely been better lately, so I don't know. He's... 30, he's three thousand dollars. He has three home runs in his last five games. Um, Jeffers is the objectively better play, but Barnes has or Wells has been pretty good at, at the dish the last five games. Uh, yeah, that's fine. I don't mind it for the salary. Uh, so that's forty four hundred dollars for second, third, short, and outfielder. We want a JD Martinez here. Uh, so let's see if we can do JD, and I don't know if we can get Mookie. That's no, crazy. we can't. Thirty two hundred is where we would be stinging ourselves here. So four K with JD in the lineup. I mean, I guess technically we. Mm, I plugged. Um, yeah, I, uh, I probably can't do it. I was using. Um, Master Boney, and I was using uh, Brendan Rogers, but Master Boney just has such a zero, zero, zero floor. You want to do Rogers? You like? 
Yes. Can't spell his name right ever. Rogers. R O D. Rogers. There is 36. Third base, 42. Um, Suarez at 4K, maybe? It's I don't hate it. Framer. And then maybe we do Tay Oscar here and see what we can get going. 45. That gives us a $4,200 shortstop. Um, what are you thinking? I don't like this tier. Not a lot. Um, There's not a lot there. Uh, let's move off. Let's see what we can spend up for then. Go to, can, oh, you like Devin need... Carter, right? So let's go Carter at $39. $4,800 shortstop. Uh, Kim? Yep. 300 bucks left over if we want to play around with it, but... Kirilov, Rogers, Suarez, Kim, Walner, Martinez, and Carter. Uh, $300 left over as an example. Lineup for everybody here. Uh, James, I believe you're the man on the playbook for this uh, eight-game slate, so you'll have mm-hmm. all the updated information. We'll also be back live at 5 o'clock Eastern time, so be sure to check all of that out. Uh, but for now, we'll catch you all later.